Hey, this is Sam Duke. And this is Tell McHale. And I'm Joe Duke. We are here to check on you. You good, bruh? This is a safe space for men to express their emotions. We are here to bring a new and different definition of manhood, one topic at a time. We want to help create a new generation of men that are emotionally aware in order to improve these relationships. I know I'm trying to get good. I know I'm trying to get good. What about you? You You good, bruh? Hey yo, it's your boy Sam Duke, and I'm Joe Duke, and this is Tell McHale, and you are so you're listening to another episode of You, you Good, Good Bruh. Bruh. Hey, today we have a special treat for y'all. I mean, to be honest, it's a special treat for me. <laughs> I don't know about you, Mikael or Joe, <laughs> but <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, this is a treat. I, this is something I I feel I always like to talk about the things that nobody wants to talk about, and yeah, I think bro. everyone here is really excited to have our our guest that we have on the right. show today. Right. Um, I would like to introduce uh, you know, someone I met just a week ago, Malachi. <laughs> And someone I'm meeting just right now for the first time, um, Tamika. And so, Malachi, just go ahead and introduce yourself, man, and tell, tell them about yourself. If you have anything you want to promote, put out there, you know, just go ahead. This is your time. Put it on the floor. Show you right. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Malachi Israel. Um, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, 30 years of age. Let's see here. Uh, you can follow me at uh, on IG at the Hebrew underscore underscore hippie. Um, I got I got some things in the works coming up. Only thing I can say is just you know be on the lookout for that name. You know, so okay. it's on the rise. Some big things on the rise. All right, all right. And you know, for you too, Tamika. Like I said, we like to do it at the beginning of the show. You know, put yourself out there if you got anything going on before we start to talk. Go ahead and let everyone know, and then we'll we'll go from there. Hi, everybody. My name is Tamika, and I can be found on Instagram. Um, at the Live First Movement or Live First on Facebook. And that promotion is about teaching people how to live their most genuine, authentic lives and be true to themselves and to stop putting off uh, all those wonderful ideas and plans and adventures that you want to be doing because life gets in the way. So uh, mm-hmm. the Live First Movement, hashtag the Live First Movement at Live First. And again, my name's Tamika. Thank oh, you. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good, man. Especially we're talking about living first. All right. So, you know, and today's topic is uh, <laughs> it's about living life a different kind of way. You know, not necessarily the the way that society would tell you to live life. And we're talking relationships today. Yep. Um, um, but we're not talking about monogamous relationships. We're talking about alternative or what people would consider alternative styles of relationships um uh malachi um to start is in a you're in a polyamorous relationship correct that is correct sir that's okay. correct okay so uh it, so for people that don't know what polyamory is would you mind explaining that um honestly it's 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 the practice and the belief of having more than uh one partner um so, it, but everyone's committed to everyone. Ev- everyone is committed. Everyone is uh, aware of the situation and what's going on. So, yeah. Okay. All right. And and Tamika, you are you are a Tamika is a lifestyle expert. Um, and would you like to expound upon like uh, you know your your you know what your your lifestyle is? 
So the, uh, being a lifestyle expert or being in the lifestyle, uh, polyamory is like a corner of an alternative lifestyle. Um, swinging is an alternative of a of the lifestyle, and being in like an open relationship is also an alternative. Those three things are kind of like the most popular kind of catch phrase categories of being in the lifestyle. But in general, it's just um, a practice that is a, that is different from what people traditionally believe in as what a relationship or a marriage should look like. Right. Yes. And so, uh, Malachi, how yes. long have you been, you know, polyamorous? Like, when, when did you realize, like, hey, man, like, <laughs> when did it start? <laughs> Listen, yeah, when did it start? Uh, I decided or I, I it came to me. The idea came to me mentally about 2017. So almost three years ago. Um, and it was just it, it was due to me being first and foremost true to myself, uh, being true with myself and, and just being honest with God. Like, hey, this is where I'm at. You know, this is who I am. Uh, you know, this is what's going on, you know show me a way to do it in which would be a righteous way, but still I can honor you at the same time. So uh, for me, it's more ancestral and biblical um, and spiritual, more so of a swinging type of lifestyle or, you know, just multiple partners sexually. So for me, it's really just being a committed relationship and perfect. Honestly, I'm perfectly fine with two women. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, about three years ago. Okay. Like, did you, this, did, when did you first observe it? Like, how, when did you first become aware of it being, you said ancestral, ancestrally, so mm -hmm. are we talking about you read it in history book and you was like, oh, that's the shit I'm talking about. Uh, like, well, honestly, it, it had a lot to do with my 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 upbringing, uh, just in the black family, you know, what goes on in the black family, uh, just seeing how my, my parents um, divorced, you know, I, I watched my, my mom and my dad, you know, date other people and, and I guess I just kind of observed and, and, and saw things that I didn't want to do um, try to avoid making certain mistakes mm -hmm. um, what, what, what was your question again Give me some no it was time. just it was kind of like how did how was it introduced to you like uh, honestly it, it wasn't even introduced to me I did no studying on it um, like I said it was just me being real with myself uh, I came up you know I think all of us being men, you know, we was male hoes at some point. Let's just be real. In our younger days, you know. So for me, I I was I had a thing for women, you know. Um, yeah. So as I got older and I matured, I didn't want to continuously, you know, what I'm saying, just be sleeping around. You know, so I just I didn't want that for myself. I knew uh, for me it wouldn't be pleasing in the eyesight of God because honestly, I grew up Christian. Um, so I just I took a lot of my values, uh, my faith. Um, and me just being honest with myself, you know, and mm -hmm. just try to find a way to use it uh, really for the uplifting of the kingdom, for the betterment really of the black family. So, dude, when I tell you there's going to be people that's like, <laughs> you said biblical, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you said biblical, oh, yeah. right? And, and I think that, you know, clearly you have a completely different perspective than some, Definitely. Than, than a lot of uh, black you know, people that are in um, what they would consider monogamous, committed relationships. Definitely, um, Tamika. What What about you? Where did it, you know, begin for you? Where Where didn't you decide you wanted to be a part of like alternative lifestyle? So I've always kind of lived by my own rules and kind of danced to my own beat. I grew up Christian too. I grew up in a religious family. 
um, going to church, I did not know that it was okay to be my free, like to own my sexuality until I was an adult, um, a young, young adult, but an adult nonetheless. And once I discovered that, um, you know, my experiences may not quite be in line with the Bible as it's traditionally taught, um, then I started realizing that, first of all, I was made perfectly. Um, there is absolutely no flaw in me. And because of that, I can accept that I'm different from other people who were also made perfectly. And um, so it started with me uh, with the discovery of being bisexual, for lack of a better term, and um, accepting that. And then it became, well, I don't necessarily believe in monogamy. Um, but I also don't necessarily think that polyamory would be for me because of the commitment there. To me, it's another type of commitment. Um, so I just started exploring different types of relationships, and it really boiled down to just being able to say, listen, let's play cards face up. Um, if you can communicate what your desires and what your needs are, you will find that people are much more agreeable to non-traditional relationships than you think mm -hmm. because they are so afraid to say out loud, I don't want to just have sex with one person for the rest of my life. Or I do, and because you don't, we're not going to be a good fit. Um, so for me, it just became it became an owning of my right to be free to be myself. Got you. And so what would you define your, like, is there a definition for your alternative lifestyle? Um, I am, I have come away from, from labeling because okay. there's so many different ways to live a life. And at the end of the day, I think that I, I like analogies and sometimes they don't work and sometimes they do, but in my mind, this one works. So walk with me. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So you got McDonald's, you got Burger King, you got Wendy's, right? And they are all fast food restaurants, and they are all delicious. Mm -hmm. Somebody's favorite is each of them. You know what I'm saying? So if McDonald's was the first one out there, then the then they're kind of the prototype. You want to model yourself a little bit after them, but you're an individual, so you got a Burger King. And then you're an individual, so you got a Wendy's. There's no wrong or right way to do this. And people get so caught up in believing that marriage is husband, wife, two kids, dogs, <laughs> women is the head of the household, yeah. women, you conditioning, know, conditioning. exactly, we've been conditioned to believe that, and if you, if you realize between a marriage, we make up our rules ourselves, and that's what makes our Burger King so successful, and we can stand right up next to a successful McDonald's and be very similar, we're both married, we're both couples, we're both in a relationship, but we're also unique, and we made up our own rules. And we did that in a way that allowed other people to say, you know what, it's okay for me to like whatever I want to like, as long as we can communicate. You got a whole menu in front of you that says, this is what we offer. Mm -hmm. This is what we give. This is all you're going to get here. We're not giving you nothing more. We're not giving you nothing less. Okay. Now, we might take a tomato off. We might take some mayo off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not really stretching us too far outside of what we're capable of. But you're not going to come here and get a crab cake. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, get, I get it. Well, I, like that. I like that. I mean, it's so like. Me, it's just been about living a, an authentic and true life that nobody can define but me. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, 
for me, this is just for me because I'm talking from from my perspective. Sure. Because it's so undefined, like how do you introduce whoever you're dealing with to that? You know, like that. There's, you know, it just seems like it's just like okay, you know, we're all over the place, and which is fine because it seems like that's where you're comfortable. But we, for when you're explaining it to other people, like or the people that you're interacting with, how is that? You know, how does that go? Like, what's the flow like? I guess. It's this is what I do. Um, I I I am in the process of dissolving a marriage. So I've been married um, for uh, almost thirteen years. We were best friends for ten years prior to that. So this person, for me, um, and, and and moving forward in any type of relationship, like I said, I come to the to the table with my cards face up. Um, when you go to somebody's house and y'all playing spades, you got to learn the house rules. If you want to play by those rules, you sit down and play. If you don't, you don't. Now, if we want to compromise, like I'm Joker, Joker, Ace, and you Joker, Joker, Deuce, it don't hurt me to play Joker, Joker, Deuce. But if it hurt me, then I would say, you know what, I can't play this way. So the way I come to the table in a relationship is I say I enjoy having sexual relationships with women. That's never going to change. Can you accept that? Yes, I can accept it. No, I can't. Okay, then we can move forward to the next thing. For me, I occasionally want to have sex with other niggas. So are you cool with that? Well, I'm cool with it, but I'm not cool with it. Okay, then we figure out how to compromise and how to create a situation where at the end of the day, what is our goal in our relationship? Is our goal just to be sexually free? I would venture to say that most marriages, their foundation is not built on sex. What is the foundation of your marriage? What is the goal here? What is the purpose of our relationship? If we in this relationship to build some stuff, we in this relationship to create a business, to be partners in life, then let's set up our parameters across the board and create an atmosphere where we can both gain as much as possible from each other, support each other as much as possible, and still um, stick within the boundaries that we set. I have boundaries. They just aren't the same as yours. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And- so in a relationship, if someone says to me, yes, I can accept it, or no, I can't, then then I in turn have the responsibility to say, I accept your acceptance, or I accept your re- or I don't accept your rejection, or whatever. Tamika Malachi is nodding his head here. <laughs> like, he is, he I, I mean, is, I, I, I can understand her viewpoints, you know, her perspective. He is digging what you're saying, Malachi. You, you said, you know, you 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 you're fine with two women. So yeah. it's like, is that your? That's what you define your relationship as. The that's boundary. what what it's gonna be. Honestly, starting off, I'm good with two. I don't know where the future gonna lead. You know, just being honest. However, right now at this present moment in my life, because I know how to just deal with one woman. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> two women. You know, honestly, I, I'm I'm good. Like commit. I'm 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 honestly I'm fine. I'm so honestly. you're fine with a commitment to two yes, as of right now. Okay. I I I am I'm a I'm a carry that out. I, three that's just a headache. I don't know, man. <laughs> too good. I'm right. <laughs> I'm curious about the uh you know, when we talk about traditional relationships, uh, there are aspects of those relationships that are like like deal breakers. This I'm talking about once you got the relationship going. We talked yeah. about how you started. Yeah. But like what what are considered deal breakers in those relate like what's at risk? What causes the relationship to be at risk? Because if you talk about traditional relationships, you are cheating or you out there you 
you blow all our money you you know like they're what are the risk factors uh in those in these relationships these i don't call them alternative i call them i said earlier enrichment relationship enrichments um because i feel like alternative kind of had a it doesn't have a negative connotation to it, but I think it just breaks. It seems unnormal, it, right? Yeah, it, it seems like it's not yeah, normal, right? It seems like you're trying – it's being made not normal. Yeah. And I I label it as an enrichment, like like you would with food. There's Indian food. There's Chinese food. They both cook chicken. They, You know what yeah, I mean? Like I'm, yeah. I'm minimizing it by, <laughs> by trying to break it down for, you know, the audience. But yeah. that's what I mean by enrichment. I'm hungry right now. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's, Burger King, hey, Chinese food. Indian uh, food, yeah. It's around lunchtime. But, you know, what are the risk factors in these relationships? Like, what could cause that relationship to dissolve? Because it seems like you covered it by creating a, a different flavor. So you're right. Well, for me, honestly, um, I, and, and I tell, you know, both my women, you know, communication is key. You know, more, than, more so than communication, understanding. You know what I'm saying? Uh, goes hand to hand. So really... Um, for me, a deal breaker, because I feel like there's nothing really that can't be worked out with somebody that you truly love. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of Thanks. what may happen. And that's just what love does. Because we're going to fuck up. We're human. We're going we gonna to do shit that our partner might not agree with. You know, but it's all about having those boundaries that respect for your, you know what I'm saying, your relationship. And having that open communication and understanding. So, for me, uh, my deal breaker would be, you know, just... Don't become my enemy in the situation because we're building. We're trying to get to a certain point. Don't become my enemy. You know what I'm saying? As you're a man, don't become my enemy. Don't don't fight against me. You know, don't don't go against me. Okay. We in this together. So, you know, let's keep that level of, of understanding and try to keep the communication open. Okay. So Tamika, what you, you got something on that? So yeah, absolutely. The same for me. The communication is the absolute key to having a strong foundation. And the deal breaker for me, so I'm a I'm going to give y'all something for free, all right? Okay. <laughs> all right. There are three reasons why you don't get what you want from people. This is your children, your job, your spouse, whoever. These three rules can apply to anything. If There are three reasons. The three reasons you don't get what you want from people are they don't know what you want. The second reason is they don't have the ability to give you what you want. And the third reason is they don't have the desire. Now, if, the, if number one is the reason they don't know what you want, you tell them. That's pretty simple, right? Yeah. The second thing, if they don't have the ability, you either teach them or you find you find an avenue for them to learn or to become able. Now, a physical disability may be something that can't be compromised, but ability generally can be fixed or 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 adjusted or in some way overcome. Gotcha. But desire. If they don't have the desire to give you what you want, then you have to make a decision mm-hmm. whether what you want is greater than what than them. Because if they have no desire, you can't teach desire, you can't tell desire. Desire typically cannot be overcome by an outside force. They have to they have to change themselves. And changing people is should never be your goal. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's definitely you, not my job. Definitely not. Right. If they don't have the desire, then you have to say to yourself, I may have to live the rest of my life without whatever it is that I need or want from this person. If I continue to stay or my need is greater than the sum total greatness of this person in our relationship and I can't do it and I have to go. So my deal breaker is desire and the ability for that person to gain it 
or tell me honestly I'm never going to desire this and then I have to say well then I have to let you go because my needs and I am in this in this moment and in this aspect of whatever it is that I'm needing that's greater to me than everything that we have or the possibility for what we could that definitely was deep too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I want to. I want to. I want to go on a little journey, right? I want to go on a history journey with you guys, because I want to. I want if you guys don't mind digging Ooh. a little deep. Like Malachi, I want to know like yes, what's sir. some of your past like relationship, uh, some past things that you went through in your relationship, like how many partners you've been with, to the point where you can't not bodies, but not no not bodies, <laughs> not bodies, but like how many uh, partners have you had before you came to the point where you made the decision what to to be to be going the path that you're going right now um wow let's see 30 so I was about 20 uh, about 27 when I decided so I mean realistically speaking uh I lost my virginity at 12 years old okay. Okay. uh so okay. from 12 to 27 what we talking with 15 years a matter of 15 years yeah. uh being an athlete you know, uh, I I got around. I mean, let let be honest. Like, I mean, I got around. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I said, man, it, it just got to a point where you know, uh, we're trying to live a righteous life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And be a righteous man and, and walk in those values in which I was taught. Mm. Um, after that point, like, it got to a point just for me, sex wasn't. It didn't do anything for me anymore. It was deeper than sex. You know what I'm saying? It was, mm -hmm. I was needing something more deeper than sex. And for me to come to that realization at 27, you know what I'm saying? A lot of men don't do until maybe 40s, 50s, 50 years old. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I, I, I had to mature. I had to grow up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sleeping around just wasn't appeasing to me anymore. Like when you, when you mean sleeping around, mm -hmm. like you was in a relationship and you was like... Uh, like what they'll call cheating? Well, honestly, the traditional relationships didn't work for me. And mm -hmm. I figured that out at an early age with uh, my son's mother, or after mm -hmm. uh, my son's mother. So uh, I, I was on a journey to find myself, a quest to find myself. Mm -hmm. And for a while, like, you know what I'm saying, I just I didn't deal with nobody. God had me in a, a, a season of, of, of isolation mm -hmm. where I was literally just by myself. Nobody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for a while, like it... I went without, realistically speaking. Mm -hmm. Yo, you looking like, man, how the hell did he do that? Like, <laughs> your face right I mean, like I said, because for me, yeah. this journey is is spiritual. Yeah. Uh, so for me, God really had to really do some inner work within me in my heart and my spirit to really just I had to heal myself from past trauma past relationships uh, issues with my parents my family mm -hmm. you know coming from a broken home so I, I, I had to do a lot of healing bro mm -hmm. and you feel as if like after doing the healing you're just like you know for now on I'm just gonna be completely honest and I guess in your past relationship mm -hmm. you felt as if just being with one partner was just like that wasn't enough you know it, I mean? it wasn't enough and you felt like that's what actually broke that relationship that you had at that moment not being able to be like you know i want more than one partner did, did you tell her that um 
when I finally got to a point when I realized it, mm-hmm. um, for 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 a while, like I said, I, I would play a player, you know, mm-hmm. had a chick or, or, or would, you know, have chicks on the side. Yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot of my commitment issues, I will say, came from my childhood. Uh, I guess you say women have daddy issues. That, that is true. I had mama issues. That, that, so that, I didn't that, receive yeah. the love and the nurturing, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, just as a man child should from his mom. Yeah, so yeah. it did something to me mentally. And as I got older, mm-hmm. I desired that love and affection more and it got to the point where one woman i didn't find one woman one that was that able to love right that you, need. you know what okay, i'm saying okay, and, and sex makes, wasn't even the, the 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 issue it was what i needed mentally emotionally spiritually um tamika yes you you were married or you're you know you said you're in the process of of dissolving a relationship like you know how like what what was that like like what was the the conversation so, like in that that's the same that's rough initially so having been friends with my husband for so many years there were no surprises um he knew that i like women and my commitment when we got decided to get married was that i would allow the foundation of our marriage to to, to be strengthened and to have uh, to be built before I introduce that to our relationship. However, you are marrying me with the understanding that that I would love to do this with you, but I'm going to do it without you if you're not comfortable because this is who I am. This is not a, my sexuality is not a choice. It's a part of who I am. And I, I don't want to do anything to hurt you. I don't want to do anything disrespectfully. Um, I always want to be able to communicate with you and tell you up front what my plans and my desires are. And you do the same across the board in all aspects of our life. So are you in or are you out? And uh, he was in. So when I introduced the lifestyle to our marriage, uh, we had some really hard, long, knockdown, drag out conversations that involves setting up rules and parameters that we both could agree on. Okay. And it, I could, it wasn't a free for all. It wasn't an okay to me could do what you want to do. And it's what it is, what it is. And the rules started one way. And then they, we, 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 we became understanding of what we were comfortable with and what we were not. And the rules changed over the years. And, you know, we ended up uh, with an open marriage because, you know, that was the, that was the natural progression for us, but it could have stayed exactly where it was with just, you know, um, us, you know, doing what we did within the rules that we set. It's all about ha- being able to have a- open, honest conversations. I am a terrible liar. So um, for me, mm. you got to be able to accept my honesty. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just trying to live my, my truth. I believe that you can be a free spirit without hurting other people. There's a difference. There's a very thin line between being free spirited and selfish. And I'm not going to say I ain't never crossed it because I absolutely have. But it is never, ever my intent to hurt anybody. So at the end of the day, you know, I do compromise my desires to make sure that my relationship is healthy because I don't want, you know, it's bigger than who I'm fucking. I, I don't subscribe to the in love portion of marriage. I think that people who get married because they are in love oftentimes are delusional and end up divorced because being in love is like the flu. So 
<laughs> um, I can elaborate on that and if you want, yeah. but um, I think you have to just have a clear understanding of what your purpose is and what the purpose is of your marriage. And I married because I believe my destiny was so inextricably connected to this person that I wasn't going to fulfill who I am on this earth without being his wife. That comes with compromise. That comes with communication. And sometimes you get into things and you don't know that there's an end date already you know, set forth for that situation. But when you realize that it's there, you have to have the maturity to say, you know what, we reached the end of, we reached the, end of the road and it's all good. We gained what we were supposed to gain from each other, and now it's time to go be our best selves separately. So you said both of y'all, you got married, and you both made agreements, and y'all knew exactly what you guys wanted out of your marriage, correct? Yes. Uh, can you can you uh, like elaborate on like some of the? Can you elaborate on like some of the issues that started leading to you guys, you know, breaking up? Um, the bottom line was desire. There desire. were there was something that I communicated that I had a strong need for, and there was no desire for that need to be met. And there, and I tried to to put everything else we had that was great over this need, but the lack of having that need met was was too repetitively hurtful. So for me, it was like. I was standing next to a very beautiful building that provided me shade and warmth and, and, and protection. But every now and then a brick fell off of it and hit me in the head. And there was no way to get away from this brick. No matter where I stood, the brick was going to fall and hit me in the head sometimes. And it's either leave this house, leave this building and stop getting hit by bricks or take this pain and shut up. And I didn't want to take the pain anymore. Was it, was it something that you guys, uh, didn't agree on or was it something that you guys agreed on and he just didn't want to allow it, it to go down? It, was, it wasn't an agreement. It, and it had nothing to do with the lifestyle. Um, it, was just, it was just a marital issue that couldn't be overcome for me. Now, for him, it began based on a need that I couldn't fulfill for him. And his choice was to stay in spite of the fact that I wasn't giving him this, I wasn't meeting this need for him. And the outcome of him staying ended up him not meeting my need. And it just was like, I'm not going to stay. Like, I know you say you are a martyr. You're great. I appreciate you saying, but mm. that's not that. And y'all just got more than anybody has gotten. No, no, <laughs> no, no, but I want you to understand what you're giving us, though. I mean, it's like, you know, what did I find in this conversation is how that piece of it is sounds like that's the only difference from traditional relationships like the same pain points that happen in traditional relationships happen in in these enrichment relationships like it's not it's not that dissimilar i guess it's because i'm sitting here thinking to myself I'm like man I, the people i've i've uh, been a therapist for hell even in my own space mm -hmm. we've heard you know we've heard we've, this before. right yeah, we've heard and felt this before so it's not that dissimilar so for me i appreciate what you're sharing because it takes some of the mysticism out of it because yeah. uh, I mean my first introduction to anything that's quote unquote alternative lifestyle happened around the age of 12 on HBO with real sex. Right. Oh yeah. That and was and that right was, there, that's right. why I was asking like, where did you first hear the word yeah. polyamorous from? Because I, you know, I'm from Macon, Georgia. I ain't never heard of that shit before. Yeah. We don't even talk like that. 
you know, poly, what, what is a poly, you know? Yeah. And so just the, the, to hear those, that level of detail, or at least that, that aspect of it is really, um, eye opening and, and, uh, transformative, uh, for, I'm sure for not just myself, but for listeners that, to have a different concept of what they think it is versus what it is. So I appreciate you sharing it. Like, and I, I, that's all I can really say about it to me. I mean, I just, I appreciate you sharing that. I mean, Thank you. I was going to say too, like a lot of people have the misconception that being a swinger or having an open relationship is giving someone permission to cheat. And I want to like demystify that and debunk that, debunk that whole mentality. First of all, cheaters cheat for two reasons, because they're malicious and because they're liars. If you have a relationship where someone doesn't have to lie to you, you've already created a safe space. And, you know, no, the cheating, what, what hurts from cheating is the lying and the deceit and the intent. If you remove the, the if you remove the temptation to lie and you remove the malicious intent from the cheating horror, you have a space in your relationship that across the board becomes safe to communicate everything. You might not get what you want, but you have a very safe place to communicate. And if you can't be safe with your spouse, you can't be safe anywhere. Big facts. facts, Big facts. (laughs) And and to the go past that because what you're saying is things that I think that a lot of people in relationships have said, you know what, this is good relationship stuff, right? This is good relationship advice, good things that we should be talking about or we should be having conversations about. So how, because you're, you're a lifestyle um, coach, uh, what are you finding with people that, you know, that you're dealing with or coming to you that kind of are like, on the edge of whether or not they would like to do something different than what they've been already doing. Like, what is your advice to them? And how do you bring them to the point where, you know, they're comfortable or even more comfortable with it? People come to me and ask, how can we be in the lifestyle? How can our relationship survive being in the lifestyle? And the very first thing, there's two questions I ask. First of all, why do you want to do it? Because you can't do this because your spouse wants you to. Um, it has to be something that you want to do for yourself because if you're doing it for someone else, you're going to always put their needs first and that's it's gonna you blow up. You're not gonna be able to do it. You're gonna you're gonna run into jealousy, you're gonna run into insecurity, you're gonna run into other issues. The second thing is can you be honest? If you cannot be honest about what you want and what you don't want. If you can't tell your spouse, yes, we tried this, I know I agree to it, but now I don't want to do this anymore, then this is not a relate this is not for you. And it's a and it's not just for the lifestyle. Like you said, these rules apply in everything. You guys pack up and move somewhere because you thought it was gonna be greater. You need to be able to tell your spouse, you know what, this move was not good for us. We got what we needed from here, but we need to move on. Like Across the board, communication is everything, but you also have to understand nowhere. And people have this whole misconception of putting someone else first and loving someone else more than you love yourself. You are destined to fail if you don't love yourself more than anyone else on this planet. 
I can't give my children the best of me if I don't love myself first. If I don't take care of my health, if I don't take care of my mental health, if I don't take care of my financial health, I'm of no service to anybody. That's fact. So, That's factual right there. Well, let me let me just ask this because I think Tamika has a lot of practical application uh, to it, and and but Malachi he kind of led with more spirituality uh, in his decision in his path. And also, I wanted to, you know, understand that component of it. But also, do y'all hang out with other polyamorous couples? Like, what is the what is the community like in that space, uh, or in supporting one another? Uh, well, for me, um, when 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 you're different and you know that you're different and, and you don't conform to the, you know, what I'm saying the the ways of the world, I guess you can say. Um, you first have to be conscious. You know, what I'm saying that everybody's not gonna be accepting of your decision, your lifestyle, so it's, for me, I like being alone. Like, I'm a loner. I'm perfectly fine with being in the house, right. being by myself. I don't have to hang out with anybody. So, as far as communicating or, you know, being with others, me personally, I don't do it. But if, if the girls wanna go out and, you know what I'm saying, wanna mingle or, you know, mix with, you know, other people that are like-minded, that's cool, but, I'm good with just my have, tribe. Have you met anybody that that is uh Um, I've because mm, birds of the, they always say birds of the feather kind of like, flock yeah, together, yeah, like so find true, each but other. Me personally, like when I say I don't kick it with nobody, like I'm perfectly fine. I I, and I guess I've learned that just being a man, mm -hmm. you know. Um, long as I got my 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 family, few friends, very few, but like honestly, I'm just I'm perfectly fine with my foundation and my tribe like right so intermingling with others it's cool you know being sociable is cool like i said but it's not necessary for me in order for me to to thrive and you know what i'm saying be sure. as i need to be sure there are like communities and i'm i'm very familiar with the polyamorous lifestyle as well and there are other couples that i know that engage and kind of have like a village with other mm -hmm. polyamorous couples yeah and same with the lifestyle like we have friends that are in the lifestyle we met in the lifestyle who are lifelong friends like we you you see people out you don't know you know that they've all seen each other naked before you know like it just it's <laughs> it becomes um it becomes a community in much the way any other type of like you said birds of a feather situation occurs yeah it's a matter of like having a support system that understands you know who you are so that when you do have situations that arise, you have like people that aren't going to be judgmental or whatever. I was going to say because the, the 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 people like I've been exposed to um, communities, like you said, Tamika, of polyamorous families where they've created an economy. Literally, like they they grow crops, they go to market, they they've really gotten traditional back to grassroots. When they say the spirituality component of it, the, our history, that the, the, they've embodied it and created that community. So that's where I was kind of coming from. Like, is that something that you've, I know you say you don't have an interest in trying to, you cool with isolating or cool with just your family and a few friends, mm -hmm. but have you even, are you even aware that that's what's happening in the polyamorous community in terms of like creating uh, villages, if you oh, will. Oh yeah, most definitely. Okay. Uh, it's it, Like I said, it's all about uh, building. Um, however, you still got to be cautious who you build with. 
Um, that's facts. But because um, every everybody's intentions aren't the same, you can meet somebody, you can have your own tribe, but you can come across a tribe. You know what I'm saying? Who who may be you know? I mean, you deal with jealousy. You know, yeah. so I you try to stay away from as much negativity as possible. You know, um, okay. and me with just being the head of of mine. You know, I I try to be a little bit more cautious. I try to think ahead. Um, to just you know, but as far as building, yeah, it's it's necessary, but it's also necessary to to be on the same accord, to be on the same you know wavelength, to to think the same. What what do we all have the same common goal, and where are we trying to get to? Right. As so yeah, I mean, it, it can be it's, it's very necessary to have those those relationships where you can go to talk to people who will be understanding uh, versus someone who doesn't know. Right. But um. Yeah. How, how how do you add someone to the tribe? Like, how do you do? Do you, you do the interview? And you, want me, you, 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 you want me to tell you what I did, bro? <laughs> so dig this, right? right, right. Dig this. Game. Let's get dig some games. So just last week, bro, real talk. Um, <laughs> real talk, now. I just met um this young lady that y'all see. I'm not gonna call her name out on the microphone, but this young lady y'all see sitting behind me. I just met her. Uh, yeah. Shout out to her, man. Listen, happy Valentine's Day, baby. Listen, listen, listen. But uh, I just met this young lady, man, not even two weeks ago. And I met her in Food Depot. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all see her current situation, her leg. Mm. But I was just, it just standing in line, and I saw a young lady with her groceries trying to push her buggy and, you know, scooting on the scooter with, a, you know, a cast on the foot. So, honestly, for, <laughs> at that time, I was like, the the man in me, you know what I'm saying? Just the man in me was like, I'm not finna let this lady walk out here and push her leg and you know, and she's trying to scoot her leg and like nah, I just wasn't finna. So I said, feel right. As a man, it didn't. So I said, excuse me, man, like, no intention. Let, just let me push your let me help you with your groceries. That's it. And she was kind of hesitant at first. I was like, ma'am, you really gonna turn me down for trying to help you with your groceries? You, you see you pushing the buggy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you come on now, you look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and we hit it off from there, and we talked. We be playing it tough sometimes. I don't know why they do that. Look, man, she she was trying to play it real tough. She was like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you can come on, come on, help me." But uh, we hit it off. Um, and I also had a young lady from my past uh, that we we always kept in contact. You know, we didn't have relations for years. You know, uh, went through the whole process of I was a excuse my French. I was a fuck nigga with her. You know what I'm saying? Cheated, did all that. Um. So we were supposed to actually be meeting up to uh, go sit down at the Mexican restaurant sometime last week and have uh, dinner. All this food talk, right? So, but I was I was with her, so I'm like, you know what? I'm already honest, so let me try to find a way where I can have kind of have dinner with both of them, but bring all of them together and introduce. You know what I'm saying? What's going on now? For me, I know both of these uh, women were monogamous women. I knew personally, just they weren't going for it. So what I did was I told both of them, hey, this is the situation. Like she says, it's all about being honest. What are your intentions? Hey, this is what's what. This is what's going on. I would like to bring y'all together, and I would like to sit y'all down and let y'all know where I'm coming from. Now, whether y'all receive where I'm coming from or not, that's totally up to y'all. But I think presentation is everything. Confidence is everything. How you present yourself. Do you have a purpose? Do you have a plan? Um, what are your goals? So I literally sat both of them down. I they didn't know each other from a can of paint. Uh, and and um, they were in agreement to it. Uh, eventually, they agreed to it, mm-hmm. um, and we sat down, and we all had a conversation. It was just open, honest conversation, you know. And I, and I laid it all out. I laid the blueprint out and gave them the option to, to go from there. And 
you know, they they decided like, hey, we we want to give this a try. You know, it was something new to the both of them. You wow. know, so but um, you know, just after just conversation, you know, they 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 agreed to to give it a try. I mean, I can see it from uh, the pros to that is that it's not one income, it's not two incomes, it's three. At this point, it could potentially be four. You know, like I I see the financial come the up. financial <laughs> benefits of it all uh, coming to play. But then there's a there's the other side of it. There's the the intimacy side of it, mm-hmm. the emotional side of mm-hmm. it. Like, and you know, I'd be remiss. I have my own views, but I have, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. Like, yeah. how do you decide who sees who tonight, or do, do we you all sleep together? I understand. Like, For what me, does that look like? I leave it up to them. You know, I, I tell them, look, y'all communicate amongst ourselves. I'm just one man. <laughs> you know, I'm only one man now. So, but honestly, the relationship that they've established has been a beautiful. Like, I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? They they established that sisterhood and, and they have a, you know what I'm saying, connection. They have a friendship. Right. And I love that. So, um, I say, hey, you know, when it comes down to making decisions as far as, you know, who gets what day, you know, what, you know, hey, y'all come up. Y'all and come back to me and let me know. And then we can all come together and say, okay, well, this is what's going to happen. Or you got this day or you got that day. Okay. So that's what works for me in my situation. Um, can't really speak for nobody else. Uh, but I think initially they came up with a 90-day, a 90-day trial period. So in that 90-day, I got me a pen and pad. And I, I listened to them what they what they wanted to do within those 90 days, what they, what they expected. And I listened to them. And 90-day trial period. This is what y'all want. Cool. Let's try it out and go from there. So it's trial period for me. I got to admit, I, the the part that's kind of uh, that I'm taking away from it is this seems to be very structured. Very much right. so. It's, very I mean, much it, so. And mature as fuck. It, and mature as fuck. Like it's not, it's not as random as one would perceive it to be. Like, you know, like I've, I live in Atlanta, so I've been to parties. I've been to certain yeah. things and seen things. And, and as random as that looked, when you look at the planning side of it, it's not random at all. Uh, and, and I don't know, is that is that uh, across the board that you know of, Tamika? Like, is it? Absolutely, there are rules. Oh, yeah. This is not just show up and fuck. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm so immature when it comes to that. There are, <laughs> <laughs> um, there are, there's, a, there's a code, you know what I'm saying? There's a code and there's a level of respect yeah. that um, exists that you know, when people show up who don't, who are not aware, they get they get schooled very quickly. Um, I had a question for you, Malachi. Yes. Uh, your women um, are they? You said they're a sisterhood and they're friends, but is it? Because I know there's different ways to be polyamorous, right. where everyone is included with everyone. Right. Are they basically sharing you, or are they sharing each other too? No, nah, they're they're strictly straight women, monogamous women. But they have an understanding of who I am as a man. So um no, they they don't get down. Um awesome. you know, so yeah, yeah. It's, it it it's a situation for us at this present moment. And I'm gonna speak into this, it's gonna work. But you know what I'm saying? It's 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 working. We're progressing, we're growing. You know, I'm not even gonna lie, just in the past two days I, I didn't you know, I we, we we've had disagreements. Um all that good stuff. Your regular relationships. You know, yeah, like regular relationships. <laughs> but like I say, it's just a matter of communication, you know, uh, a sense of security. Can that person trust you? You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. That's what's up. Right. They are the real heroes here, for real. I mean, but honestly, like, I feel like. 
polyamory is very necessary in the black community. And the reason why I say, and this, let me just be honest, breaking it down statistically. Um, there's most, more of us than there is of y'all. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And this is not, it, like I said, it ain't got nothing to do with sex. But okay, if you want to break down the black man, we're the most hunted human being on the planet. You know, so if you want to do that, let's let's go. How many are locked up? Ain't never getting out. How many dead? How many are gay? How many just on some fuck shit that just never grew up to learn how to be a man? So really, that leaves a lot of women and children out here unprotected. You know what I'm saying? So while you got all these other cultures that that are protected, we are the only culture that leaves our women and our children unprotected. Dog. Like real shit. So at, at some point for me, I had to man the fuck up and say, it, it, it got to stop. I, I can't let, you know what I'm saying, sit back and just watch shit happen because now I have a responsibility and an obligation as a man because now I have a son and I have to show him the way to go. You know what I'm saying? So it's just... To me, it was just a matter of growing up, maturing, and manning the fuck up. You know, owning my responsibilities and my obligations and my purpose. You know, what God put me on this earth to do as a man first. So, I mean, you know what's crazy about that? You'll have a lot of people that will say, hey, man, he keeps saying God. He keeps saying, you know, spiritual. He's talking about his ancestry. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about, you know, it, it's, you're, you're saying it like, hey, look, what you're doing is of God. And there are going to be people that be like, Nah, oh, yeah. bro. This, this is this is demonic shit. This is <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is this is of the oh. devil. What he's talking about here, and you know, but there's there's a but lot you know of truth. There's a church on every corner. Oh yeah, there is a church on every corner, especially in the south. Man, because God doesn't look the same to all of us. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yep. 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 I mean, I I me personally, That's I look bad. at it as you know, what I'm saying we are God. We are we are, we're made in the image of God first and foremost. We are God's chosen people. Um, so therefore, we are God. I'm God. You God. My woman is Lord. a goddess. My women are God. We're kings and queens. This is what we come from. We come from royalty. Before we were placed in slavery, we is a. I think it's very ironic that they teach us in school in in history. They they start us off right at slavery. This is where we started. Yeah, we no, had, we had a whole history, history, a whole before kingdom before all this shit even started. And this is what they don't teach us. And we just go along with this shit. Oh, life started for us in slavery. So this is what the fuck we are. You know, black people in America. This is these are the conditions that we have been placed under. So at some point it's like, wake up. What's going where did we come from? Who do we come from? Whose are we? You know what I'm saying? When we were brought into slavery, everything was stripped of us. Our name, our culture, our God, our religion, everything. We were forced to accept a new way of life, period. And that includes the monogamy, you know, Christianity. It, 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 it includes all of that. We were taught a different way of life that was detrimental to our people. Now, if you ask me, the, the, the black family, you have men that are monogamous. Don't get me wrong. But if you look at the statistic of it, marriages in the black community are failed Nine times due to infidelity in which the nigga done cheated. Uh-huh. Broken homes. I mean, there's, there's some real. There's some so, real I mean, I, I look at it biblically and I look at it from the real world standpoint of view and I combine it together. And to me, I can't speak for nobody else, but to me, it makes perfect sense. I feel like there's some truth in that, but there's also some context that has to be applied. Because so right. when we talk about the concept of cheating, we're talking about like we had just referenced that this conversation indicated that clearly there's some structure in lifestyle and there's maturity in the lifestyle. Definitely. And to me, uh, I found that cheating is a result of immaturity. 
Right. Not, not necessarily just lack of communication, just immaturity, oh, like yeah, just yeah. just on some old fuck shit, and 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 not having any accountability. You know, a child don't have no responsibility. The child so will drop toys on the ground and just leave shit yep. everywhere. Like no responsibility, no accountability. Right? That's we're talking about grown children, right? So I don't know. I believe I'll say for me, I believe that there is such a a thing as as a ability to have monogamy. Oh yeah. From the perspective of, yeah. I have to protect the same. Like if 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 my wife is not into definitely a lifestyle, I I as a man and be accountable to her will protect her. So monogamy is the the choice of the mm-hmm. day. You dig what I'm saying? But it's like there's a lot of utility in the fact that you know. I, I think there's room for there to be different types of relationships in our community yeah, for different yeah, reasons. We can have different oh, yeah. types of but the, but the community sure. perspective is, I agree with you. Men need to protect children Definitely. and whatever that looks like, because that's technically I said every sound like every podcast. Mm-hmm. Our primary job is to protect uh, children. That's all. Yeah, and, and they know that, so that's why they take us out, so that it can influence our children. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I'm glad we're doing this show because. I don't want people to be stuck in a place where they feel like, all right, well, you know, honestly, I don't want to be honest about the fact that I want to have more than one partner in my life. So I will subscribe to cheating. I want people to understand that there are opportunities to be whoever you need to be mm-hmm. as long as you here and taking care of our community. Sure like right. that's, that's my, that's my stump speech about it. Sure you're right. But sure you're right. I think, you know, I'm glad we're pulling this, these kinds of points out because I have my own view as to why the divorce rate is what it is. That part. Uh, because I found that, you know, one of the things that we've been taught is the value of money from an American or capitalistic perspective. And we've subscribed people's value based on how much money they bring in or take out in a relationship. And but when you look at our history, ancestry wise, that was not the case. That wasn't we didn't even have we had a barter system in place. We produced we were producers, not consumers. As soon as we accepted a consumer mindset, our divorce rates popped up. And that's just my studies, my data Mm -hmm. points. And I think that that's one of the things that I really appreciate from the the, uh, polygamy or polyamorous lifestyle is the community aspect of building the one that i saw here in georgia like i said they got land they grow foods oh, they go to, they they i think they bring food up to the uh the cab farmers work like it's they've created they a production house out of these relationships and some of them are by the women are by some of them are not mm-hmm. so i don't know that it's 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 a lifestyle on top of uh how they identify themselves sexuality oh, yeah. like i don't think that sexuality is all y'all are about definitely definitely you know what i mean i feel like y'all have more to bring to the table than mm-hmm. that but this is just a uh i feel like a good exposure of uh what it would be like to do it sure you know right. that's so and, and you know a lot of people actually think that too a lot of people be like i think it's sexually driven it's sexually driven you definitely know? and i know y'all both get that a lot but like my my viewpoint also is like you know i definitely believe in monogamous relationships mm-hmm. too definitely respect you two guys because like I understand what you mean about uh you know building you know that community and that stronghold for your future gen for the future generation oh, you know right. what I mean I definitely believe in that so it's like even with my girl I talk to my girl all the time and I'm like you know 
your single friends or whoever, like, you know, we all need to just come together and just build some stuff together. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, even even, uh, our other couple friends, like, we always say, hey, we could open up an account and just drop a little bit of money in there and just figure some stuff out. So, the way you thinking when it comes to building that future, perfect thinking, you know? And Tamika, you know, you definitely got to keep shit spicy. I feel like, <laughs> hey, you got to keep shit spicy in the relationship. You know what I mean? And, and you know, you just got to. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, that's that's the reason we living for, you know, lifestyle coach. You, you keep shit spicy, coach. That's basically what you are. And that's real. That's real. But And, and I would like to say this, too, and y'all touched on it, and, and I don't want anybody to think that, oh, my way, I'm saying my way is the best way. No. Nah, everything yeah. You know, everything don't work for everybody. Everything is not for everybody. You know, monogamy still works, you know. It works for, for people. Some people, it just doesn't work for. So when y'all talk about a lifestyle, I wouldn't even say for me, this is a lifestyle. I would say for me, this is a purpose as a man. This okay. is my purpose, God-given purpose. God placed us all on this earth for different reasoning. You know what I'm saying? We all have a purpose to carry out before we leave this earth, everybody. So whatever your purpose is in life, find it. You know, I'm yeah. just a man who, who who found mine. And embracing it. And I, and I yeah. embrace it to the fullest, man. I do, yes yeah. sir. That's, that's, that's super dope, man. This conversation is off the chain. <laughs> it's definitely off the chain. Tamika, what, yes, before we wrap, I would like for you to give what your final thoughts is on on the lifestyle, as you call it. You know, with, for introducing people to the lifestyle, what would you tell them? How, you know, introduce people to it and give them, you know, understanding of what it is. So, you know, you, you know at the end of the day, your lifestyle coach, you you probably gonna have a lot of people you know contacting me to contact you or contacting you directly right. saying hey look I've been thinking about this I, <laughs> I you know so for me first of all you can contact me at the live first movement on IG that's the, that's the is L I V E uh huh okay. okay we live first movement okay. so um what I say to everyone is before you can embark upon any journey to your life, you need to know what you want and who you are. Um, Relationships are not completions of you. You need to be complete in and of yourself. Relationships are complementary. We complement each other because we have similar goals or our goals are enough to create a foundation together and grow together. If you cannot do that, this is not for you. And the lifestyle is it encompasses monogamy, it encompasses polyamory, it encompasses open relationships, swinging, whatever it is, you figure out what your definition of a successful relationship is and commit to that shit. Define it, be thoughtful about it. Because you're going to this you only get one of these 365 moments, you know what I'm saying? Your life is the sum total of all of your parts. Understand how those parts work together. And I can help you free yourself enough to be comfortable living in that skin. Dope, dope. Malachi, what about you, man? What do do you want to say, you know, for the people out here that probably either going to misunderstand you or don't know what's going on or even thinking about the lifestyle? Talk to them about it. Dun, dun, dun. Well, let's see here. As far as being misunderstood, uh, I'm, 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 I'm very much so prepared to be misunderstood. 
the man saw the stood Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But I'm 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 prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? When when you're pushing something that is not normal or of of society with a status quo, uh, yeah, you have to already be prepared. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. To to be misunderstood. Uh, for those that are looking into the lifestyle, or you know what I'm saying, or you feel like it's a purpose of yours or a calling of your. However, um, I would suggest always always be honest. And, and like uh, the young lady said, um, you really can't go into this not knowing who you are, what you want, what you need, and what you're bringing to the table to make this, you know what I'm saying, this whole thing work. Whether it be a swinger situation, you know, whatever it is, know who you are and always be in a position to to be willing, uh, to be honest and, and upfront. So, um, yeah. Don't go ahead, drop your, drop your IG one more time. IG, man, listen, it's uh, <laughs> the Hebrew underscore underscore hippie. All right, all right. Hey, man, I, I appreciate y'all for having this conversation, man. Thank like y'all, man. I mean, this it's was super, super dope. Uh, you guys are welcome on the show anytime, you know, and I may be, you know, but depending on the reaction I get from this show, I may right, be, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to revisit some yeah, of this we're conversation. Have to revisit some of, some of this, but yeah, I, I appreciate y'all, man. And, and for the people that are listening, man, look, if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, like, share, subscribe, follow these great people, you know, get, get to know them. If you're thinking about the lifestyle, you know, learn something, learn something, get, you know, it, at the end of the day, it's about living our best life, Show you right. whatever, whatever that may be, whatever that means to you. And so, you know, follow us on um, Facebook, IG, you good bro podcast, hit us up. If you have any questions, give us fives on Apple podcast. Thank you. I am Sam Dupe and I am good. I'm Tim McKell, and I am good. I'm Joe Dupe, and I am good. Malachi Israel, I'm good. Hey, Tamika, and I'm so good. <laughs> I'm not a bro, but I'm good. <laughs> you good, yeah, sis? You good, sis. <laughs> All right, and like that, we are out. <laughs>